What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Tattoo Talk with Brian Briggs. I'm your host, Brian Briggs, and I'm chilling here in Mount Pleasant, Michigan today. This is where I live, and this is where I work, and it's right here in the middle of Michigan. If you've never been to Michigan, it's a pretty, pretty cool place, and being in the middle is it's cool, but it's also kind of sucky. Like, if you want to, like, travel anywhere, you got to go, like, you know, two or three hours just to get out of the state first, and then you can... Uh, Head out from there, and uh, yeah. Speaking of that, you know, next uh, week I'm going out to Columbus. I'm gonna take a, a course out there. I'm gonna talk about it. Um, you know, I'll just talk about it right now. I'm just going to Columbus. Uh, it's a two-day seminar I'm gonna take with Chris Dingwell. If you never heard of him, you should look him up. He's an artist that's been around since like the '80s. Uh, he's like a really good cover-up artist and uh, that's what I do too so it's gonna be pretty interesting it's actually a two-day course so I've never done that before the first day I guess he's just gonna he's like also a really amazing um, realistic acrylic painter so they're only accepting like 16 students so I'm gonna travel um, you know like four it's like four or five hour drive to get out to Columbus from here and uh, take that. So first day, it's all acrylic painting, realism. I, I mean, I've never taken the course. I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but this is what it's supposed to be. And then the second day, they're supposed to uh, be talking about how to apply those like painting techniques into tattoos. And he wants to work specifically on a cover-up tattoo and show how to work those painting and realistic acrylic painting techniques. Uh, and like how how they like apply to both worlds or whatever so uh, I don't really know exactly what he means yet but uh, you know a lot of times I go to these seminars and and I'll be like oh this is exactly how I do it but you know that's not necessarily a bad thing you want to sometimes get that confirmation it's pretty nice sometimes to go to a portrait course with you know Bob Tyrell or something and you're like oh shit that's exactly how my mentor taught me how to do it or whatever you know because they took that course 20 years ago too so um, you know I don't know, I just try to keep taking the courses regardless, and uh, you just, you never know what you're going to learn, and if you pick up, like, even just one or two things, like, it's always worth it, you know, like, well, I'm going to pay, I think it's $300 for two days with these people, you know, like, 10 or 8 hours each day, so, uh, I think that's, that's pretty valuable, you know, that's pretty much worth it right there, Uh, and plus the shop that they're doing it out of, because usually you go to these seminars and, it's actually at a convention or something, you know, and then you have all this uh, other stuff going on that you want to take part in, and it's hard to even want to do a seminar because you rented a booth already, too, so you don't want to take time away from there where you could be making money, or you're just there and you paid an entrance fee to get in and you want to enjoy the environment, and it's hard to go do, a, you know, a seminar, and sometimes those seminars can last six hours or something, you know, and you miss the whole convention day just to take the class. And uh, myself personally, I think it's worth it though. So, uh, some people, a lot of people avoid them, and you always get a small class size though because of that too. So, that's really good too. You want to always like consider taking these seminars because there's always a small ass class size. I saw one crazy um, one that blew up in China because it was the first convention they ever did in China. And you should Google it if you've never seen it. But they had, I think it was like, 
a couple thousand people show up for this class or something that they were giving um, for free, like a free tattooing seminar or something. So, uh, you know, it, I think eventually, like, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I think eventually that uh, tattoo education is going to become, like, more and more uh, higher price because it's going to be... Uh, more prevalent you know like right now there's a lot of it already and I think it's like massively underpriced and so if you're not taking advantage of like paying two or three hundred dollars to spend all day with one of the best artists in the world like Bob Tyrell or any of these guys like Bob Tyrell does one uh, every year in Detroit that's why I mentioned him and uh, I've taken his once and I plan on just taking it again and just to be around these people you know like you it's good to network, it's good to uh, put yourself around these kind of people too, so you realize, like, they're just normal people too, because, um, you know, a lot of people uh, see everyone else as, like, an unachievable goal, you'll see somebody, like, doing so good, and you, you just think, like, like, they're not the same kind of creature as you, or something, like, we're not the same species, or something, because, uh, I don't know, like, we just lack self-confidence a lot of times it has to do with like what we were raised or who we were you know grew up around or whatever and that's like a whole other subject I guess you know uh this shit yeah that's next week I'm gonna go on that adventure I always suggest going on those kind of things it's nice to drive away from home to get away from home for a little bit and just go on like a pilgrimage uh kind of that's how I look at it you know it's like a, you're sacrificing some money some time and some energy you know and then hopefully you know like your goal is to receive like uh inspiration influence uh skills you know you have all these intentions set out so uh you know you're more like more than likely going to achieve those things if those intentions are set you know so uh, man i've been sick like crazy the last week Uh, i hate that shit and you guys probably if you're a tattoo artist you could hella relate because like You'd be sick as a dog, and you can't even, like, really take a day off, you know, because, especially this time of year, you know, like, just lucky to even be steady and stuff, you know, a lot of people are struggling this time of year, so, um, I didn't take any time off, even though my ears, like, completely plugged up, and then, and, uh, you know, I was just, I just hope it didn't take any toll on any of my tattoos or whatever, but I don't think it did, uh, I did my best, you know, and kept them all, like, uh, in a time frame that I wasn't going to get, like, burnt out on, so, uh, man, finally got health insurance, though, so that's cool, it helped me, like, I, I got, I called a doctor over the phone and was able to get medication through, like, a phone doctor, like, I don't even know, that's the future right there, man, that's crazy, like, <laughs> not having this sit at the ER, I remember, well, because I've grown up my whole life without insurance, just being poor, and in America, you just have to go to the ER and shit, so, uh, but then you're stuck in a crazy line if you grow up in a city like I did or something, you know, so it was just really nice to be able to just call on the phone and get something real quick, so if you're not investing in health insurance, you probably should, you know, I know it's hard as a tattoo artist, but you gotta take care of yourself, it's like those little things will like, if, you, if I didn't have medication and I was, like, out sick for, like, weeks, man, that would really, really fuck me because I'm the only one that supports everybody in my family right now and shit. So, that's just not, so not, it's just not in the cards, you know? So, I'm feeling like I'm at the tail end of it now and 
it's been pretty cool anyways because like I spend a lot of time with my kids my kid anyways and stuff so uh that's like my main goal in life really is just to be a good dad right now um he's just a young he's three you know so uh we've been potty training him and stuff and that's been really cool I just got him to pee in the toilet and he's been doing that like steadily now every day and uh got him his first haircut and yeah so that's kind of like been my main focus in life lately so um sometimes you know like when I was younger I would just like hustle 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 tattoo all the time like 12 hours a day first one in last one out of the shop and I was in a walk-in environment so you know it really uh it was good to be like that because that benefits you to be like that in that environment but um I do things a little bit differently now like I've been talking about you know like the way that I spread out my booking and stuff it's just like uh, and I focus on like the stuff that I specialize in more it's just a little bit different I don't have to really hustle as much like that and uh, I don't want to you know because like the like I said like my focus isn't really monetary gain like it was when I was a little bit younger you know so sometimes you know people are asking me for advice and like maybe I don't have sometimes the best advice for you if you want to like financially gain in life but like I might help you at least like make a decision that'll make you a little happier and you know like it's not always about making a couple bucks dude like sometimes you got to make decisions about you only have time too you know like that's what you have on this earth and sometimes you have to decide are you going to make money with that time or are you going to like have an experience with you know another person or have a relationship there's all kinds of other stuff you could do with your time besides make money that is more valuable in my eyes um shit man so um that's just like leads me into this other stuff i've been thinking about i guess like i see a lot of posts and stuff where it looks like you know like when you read it like you're kind of on right away you kind of get this like needy feeling from the person uh and and it happens not just a tattoo artist and it happens with a lot of people but i just specifically talk about tattoo artists like um i don't know seeking validation from others you know like that's like a big thing i think that is a huge problem for probably all of us if it's a problem for me then i know it's a problem for all of us because I do the same exact thing too and I have a lot in the past but I've been trying to really like catch myself on this because this is like a big thing that uh, can kind of like stifle your like creativity and like your uniqueness you know Um, some people just do things for likes you know but um, really you should be just trying to be yourself you know and everything just realize like everything has already been done and don't be discouraged by that you know a lot of people um, are afraid because they want to seem unique and they want that validation from others and they want those likes you know Uh, but so they're afraid to even post anything that they do and stuff because they're like oh well this is a copy of something else or you know like I just got this idea from this other thing And they think that, like, everyone else knows that, too. But, like, in all honesty, like, most people haven't seen that influence you even had or whatever. So, like, most people, like, that thing is new to them, you know? Like, it's your reinterpretation of it anyway. So, 
you can't be discouraged by not being able to create something that never existed like being unique isn't about that necessarily it's just about like like following your intuition more like being yourself within that you know like you can recreate other people's stuff and like use influence from sources that you know like intrigue you or whatever but uh it doesn't have to just be that like i don't know you don't have to be discouraged by by that basically is what i'm trying to say i guess um but be yourself and instead of being focused on trying to be unique or something i guess is what i'm trying to say a lot of people are really scared to be themselves and um like when i was saying a second ago i guess there's like a really good quote that goes along with that like everything that's already been done um that I think applies to tattooing really well it's more of like a art quote but they say a good artist copies but a great artist steals and um I'm gonna give you a second to kind of like mold that over I guess you know a good artist copies but a great artist steals so a good artist can replicate the same thing that someone else made you know but it's a only a great artist that can take the techniques within that ta- that um you know replication that they did and then do that through multiple different replications of multiple styles and then that creates their own style you know or their own that's that's how you steal techniques you know like you're stealing techniques rather than stealing or copying a piece you know so i don't know if that makes sense a good artist can copy but a great artist can steal so maybe you can do an exact replica of a traditional rose you've seen but a great artist can whip up their own traditional rose you know uh based on all the roses they've copied before and the technique that they've formed from that so, you know, if you, if you know how to just draw a rose like that, it's probably because you copied a lot of different roses over time. And that's how you build that skill initially is through copying. So you can't be afraid to copy as a beginner. You have to start actually that way, I think, and then move up from there because there's a foundation to build like a pyramid and you need that bottom layer first before you can build up from there. You have to emulate and then you can create. I struggled with like a similar uh, thing kind of with writing music when I was younger I used to write a lot of music and just like acoustic guitar like folky type of stuff I guess Um, and I I really found that like only the story could really be unique in uh, each person's music in that style because uh, the musical aspect of it is kind of limited you know like major chord progressions and the keys and everything are all kind of seemingly like agreed upon or whatever so like the just kind of like a style is in uh, a tattoo or or a piece of art or something too you know Uh, so like that's why kind of uh, brand new songs on that are like popular popular on the radio they uh, they sound so familiar you know even though it's the first time you've ever heard it and it gets stuck in your head really easily and that's because the pop music is the same way too like they're using the same chord progressions and everything like that over and over but it's the story that 
they tell through the music, through the lyrics, that is uh, different each time, you know? So those are the things that can strike you. So I think that, um, you know, obviously there's a comparative, uh, you can compare that to art too and I think that in tattoos especially you know like the story is so important uh sometimes much more than the art so something to consider you know it's like comedy too it's the same thing like best stand-ups in the world can tell stories about their real life you know in a, only a way that they could explain it because it's their unique perspective and their experience it's that's really raw art you know like that's every form of art is an expression of our lives, you know, in a way that we could all relate to, but that only can be told through our mouth, our eyes, our hands, whatever it is, so, that's something I really started realizing when I studied art, is how similar, you know, uh, every artist starts by emulating others, you know, and then, uh, you just want to be able to do a nice painting, really, in the beginning, you know, but eventually, to be really satisfied uh, by the art or by the music, you have to tell your story and you have to express yourself too. Like, so that's why it's hard as a tattoo artist sometimes too, because uh, it's, sometimes it's not about you. You know, sometimes you're telling some you're telling somebody else's story really, and you have to do it through your own expression. So you have to relate to this person in a way. I think yeah, this is my opinion, but you have to relate to their you know what they're trying to express i think and your art has to like speak to them first too and it has to be something that already like speaks to them in a way that makes them uh want to like drive 10 hours to come get tattooed by you you know like this the other day i got tat i got a client that that did literally that drove all the way from wisconsin 10 hours all the way here stayed in a hotel came got tattooed by me and then drove 10 hours back home and that's that's crazy you know but it, it wasn't even like i think all right the biggest factor first that attracted her was the art so she saw a picture someone else posted of my work on pinterest and as an idea just and then she just uh, ended up looking through my work finding me talking to me and we went from there but the idea wasn't super complicated, it wasn't crazy, but it was watercolor, you know, and like watercolor is a style that just not everybody really does, honestly, so there is a lot of people now doing it though, but not that many people say that they specialize in it, you know, so if you are a specialist in something, then people are more obliged to look at your work or want, know that it's going to be really consistent because that's what you do, you know, if you do black and gray, it always kind of looks like you're black and gray. Um, and everybody can, like when you look at people's black and gray like you can like unless it gets to a certain level you can tell everybody's different like style of of that you know but once it gets to a really high level like everybody's stuff looks kind of the same honestly to me because it's like once you make it look so real it just looks real like you can't get realer than real so that's why I kind of myself have kind of backed off from like a super realistic black and gray style I wanted to be more characterized i want to have my own touch to it so it doesn't just look like every you know like any run-of-the-mill black and gray even though that is like the highest quality there is is the stuff that a lot of people are able to knock out like not locally but like globally i mean like if you go to a convention there's going to be killers row you know of just everybody doing like 
crazy realism but if you look through their pictures all their pictures are of the same portraits and you can only make those look so real you know like if everybody's doing uh the joker and everybody's doing you know like i mean how many of those can you do and how many people want that stuff if you're gonna get that just go to one of those guys that are like really amazing you know um but like i think that there's a more stylized version of black and gray that a lot of people uh maybe like they're not into you know like they're into like super high crazy like uh, like high focused like fucking hyper realism shit you know so and that's cool too that's just not i think like uh that is harder to stand out is all i'm saying like there's certain things like that that are just uh make it harder to stand out i guess i almost lost track of where i was going uh what i was trying to say is um if you have a specialized style then you're more likely going to get these kind of people you know these clients that are willing to drive further and pay you know whatever it is that you charge and uh, you know meet all your standards whatever that may be so uh, you know something a lot of people struggle with that fucking keeps them from uh, really reaching that that level of like of like the confidence of being able to pull people from super far away because really that's the key of like seeing out of these slumps and stuff like that this time of year is not depending on local competition especially in a rural area like this if you're going to live somewhere like where i live you can't depend on the local area to keep you fed during the slow times of the year uh, so you have to be able to advertise correctly and like put the right content out there and connect with people the right way in order to get them to come from further away and part of that is a confidence issue and a lot of people I think that tattoo suffer from imposter syndrome and imposter syndrome if you've never heard of it is uh, something that I, uh, so many of us have not just tattoo artists but like the biggest actors the biggest musicians you know almost anybody that doesn't have like an unnatural ego basically has this imposter syndrome which is is like basically saying like um you know like you can't believe that you are who you are basically you know like um you can't accept your position in life or your seniority or whatever like you always see yourself as where you started you know like in I don't know, like, I think it's definitely the case for especially people that have, like, dysfunctional homes growing up and stuff like that. It's going to be really harder to get over that, you know, to get over uh, your limitations, you know, in your mind that, that keep you from thinking that you can be just like any of these other people that are at the convention, that are, um, you know, creating their own brands of products, that are starting their own shops, like... Um, and being successful, you know, starting their own franchises even, like, uh, who, who are they compared to you? Really, only uh, difference of, you know, years of experience maybe, of networking, you know, those things are all things that can come over time. So one thing you're going to need is patience, obviously, but you're going to need drive determination. These are just normal things that everybody needs in anything they do to be successful, but you have to really think about these things daily and wash them like you're taking a shower every morning you know wash yourself with motivation in the morning and do whatever you have to do to like clear your mind and think about like what is it like if you meditate 
and that's really good. Uh, meditation will bring these things to you. Like you don't have to think of what's next because what's next will come to you. And uh, if your mind's clear, then things come to you even easier, and then you get to see your path clearer and clearer. You know, and that's a way to really uh, decide things and not like in a rush. You know, uh, or yeah, so uh, you need to build that confidence, you know, uh, and do whatever you need to do to build that confidence, whether it is meditation or, you know, like exercise is really good diet, you know, like so many tattoo artists are so unhealthy and so crazy, you know, like you tattoo with probably like people that are in their forties and fifties and they eat fast food every day and they smoke cigarettes and they drink and they, all they drink is soda and all, you know, they just live a really unhealthy lifestyle, I guess, you know, so, and it's just natural for tattoo artists, and, you know, like, there's this huge drug issue, you know, like, with people always taking drugs and stuff, so, uh, I mean, it's so easy, because you have access, because you're probably tattooing drug dealers, you know, like, whether you know it or not, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, these things can be an issue, you know, and, um, if you choose, like, a healthier lifestyle, then that route to like success and that route to being you know those those goals that you do set for yourself are going to be a lot less full of hurdles and, and things like that along the way all right so i kind of just like ran through some information earlier that i just want to kind of go back to because i feel like it's important and if you miss it in this episode then it just is not going to help you and obviously like that's the point of listening, right, was to, to help you with something, so, um, this time of year, you know, we're always talking about how slow season, this and that, but, like I said earlier, if you expand the radius of your clientele, then you don't have to depend on locals, you know, and locals are gonna be, like, a good demographic, a good key that you're gonna have to have, like, all year round to stay steady or whatever, but, um, you're going to need this wider draw, basically, especially if you're in a private studio or you're advertising yourself uh, and you're, like, paying, like, a booth rent at somebody's shop. These are harder techniques. Like, the stuff I say all the time, it's probably harder to apply if you, like, work in, like, a shop where you're just paying a percentage because um, to pay for your own advertising, too, on top of that, you know, or to convince some fucking old-school cat to do it for you or whatever, um, man, it's just not possible, really, to, like, every shop I ever worked at, these people would always just be like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, you never ran a shop before, uh, you know, just because you watched some YouTube videos about advertising, you don't know shit, you know, so, um, it took opening my own shop to realize, like, I, I didn't know what I was talking about, so, uh, sometimes you need to leave the shop you're at, or you need to leave the position you're in so that you can really succeed and move on in your career, you know, like, if you're tired of doing little bangers and shit, like, um, some people love doing that stuff, so no hate on that, people are gonna want it done, and you're gonna have, somebody's gonna need to do it, but, uh, I don't, you know, and a lot of other guys I know don't, and I know the big dream for a lot of young artists is to run convention circuits and to have, like, you know, a specialty style, like, that they really, like, what whatever it is that they really love to do, they just want to do that, and they want to get really good at that and be one of the best and win awards and you know those are the the goals so um you know a lot of times you can't sometimes if you're in the wrong spot like you can't really get 
what you need to achieve those kind of goals. So you need to go off on your own. That's what I had to do. There was nobody else that could provide like the pace that I needed. So um, I was able to to just uh, do it on my own. You know, I wanted to go and travel more and stuff. And it's hard to get the freedom to do that when you're working full time at a shop and they want you there. You know, so and having a young kid, I was not trying to work eight hours anymore. Um, so uh, or you know, twelve hours like crazy ass days anymore. So. Uh, and I don't want to be told when I have to be there when I don't, basically. And that's my biggest thing. I wanted to work everything by appointment. So um, in order to do that, you know, I had to learn how to advertise. I had to learn how to attract people. And my biggest thing if you want customers is you have to talk to a lot of people, you know. So uh, spend, you have to spend money. I talked about this in the last episode. Or spend money or spend time finding those people, you know, um, however it may be. But the thing that it does whenever you're getting into those ads and spending boost money and stuff like that um you want to really be focusing on your demographic and everything too but and like um you know um location too and everything but also like like it's weird because like I didn't advertise for crazy far like I advertise within like 50 miles and then stuff just gets shared or posted to another site or whatever so I guess I don't necessarily focus on like a huge radius or anything necessarily even but uh, a lot of the things I do um, like when I do a giveaway or something like that that's when it really blows up too I think Um, but so I'm not, I guess what I'm saying is like, I'm not necessarily focused myself on like, like searching for people from farther away, but I do things that attract people from farther away naturally, organically, you know? So like the specialized styles, like doing watercolor cover-ups, um, those are two big things that nobody does. Like today I even had another shop. Uh, give me a client worth a thousand dollars a thousand dollar tattoo from this guy and he was perfectly fine with that and everything I I just booked him for a big ass tattoo that they could have easily done but they were scared of it a cover-up you know so if you can get well-versed in cover-ups is a really really lucrative market for that and uh, a lot of people don't want to go through the lasers and the laser is kind of bullshit anyways and it fucking hurts people it ruins skin it makes it to where you can't even tattoo over it again sometimes it, it there's all kinds of issues with it not only that like you're uh, blasting that ink into tiny like micro fragments and then so then the white blood cells can carry it away naturally in your body system and if that ink was like put into them in prison or taiwan or some crazy shit like that you know or wherever where there's no like laws or something no fda um that stuff is in their system now, you know? Like, it's going through their lymph nodes and their kidneys and their liver. So, uh, I don't believe in laser anyway. So, if you can convince people and scare people out of the laser and, and the removal services, you know, I even tried to have the dermal abrasion removal in my shop. And uh, it's not that great, you know? So, it, uh, it's too expensive. It takes too much time. It's not... It, like there's a lot of problems with all kinds of removal basically so every kind of removal has its issues but cover-ups also have some issues too you know but if you could learn how to get really good at those you can make um yourself really valuable basically and and um 
you know, watercolor is a good style too, but it's not for everybody, you know, like it has to be done in a way to where it's going to last because you can't just like splat some colors all over and expect it to look nice, you know, you have to know about color theory and how to blend colors together. And of course you could just emulate, like I was saying, until you get better at, at stealing these things, but it's better to learn that on the art side first than then transfer it onto skin rather than uh, emulating and making your mistakes on skin. So uh, if you're a beginner and you're listening, you know, obviously, you know, you want to start out uh, learning these techniques on any other, uh, any other medium that you can really like painting, anything like that. If you're going to tattoo stuff and you never tattooed, like start on yourself, you know, I always tell people like do like 200 tattoos on yourself or something before you even move on to anybody else, do them on yourself, your friends that are stupid enough to do them and know that you're probably going to mess it up, you know, um, yeah, just do them for free, you know, because then people get, like, expectations when they're paying money and stuff, too, so if you're going to practice something, then practice it, if you're going to charge money for something, then have it be worth something, that's basically my rule of thumb on that, but anyways, moving on, uh, you know, When you do get a client that uh, that you get to drive out from further away and stuff, usually they're always like the kind of client too that uh, really say that price is not like the priority in in the matter, you know. And they've read all the blogs and everything about what to expect uh, and how to get a good tattoo and everything. So they're usually like really good clients too because they've done a lot of investigating into the whole thing. So. Um, you have to give them that uh, to read, though, you know, because a lot of people are just putting out a picture and saying, thanks for looking, you know, and that's about the worst thing you can do is just post a picture and say, thanks for looking. A lot of people do that, and that's just the industry standard, and it's not your fault for doing that. That is something that we all do because we see that other people do it, and some people can get away with that because they already have a huge following, you know, but... If you want to be known or you want to be respected, like, as if you're one of those people, too, which you can be and you are, if your skills are at that level, why aren't you, you know? You're just as good as them, too, or you're just, you know, like, you possess just as much talent. Maybe you have a different style, you have a different thing you do, but you're you, they're them, you're your own unique product, so you're just as valuable, you know? Um... That's just the thing, though, is that you can make yourself stand out a little bit more amongst other people that are just figuring this kind of stuff out, too, by creating, like, the right kind of content for these people just to come across, you know? Like, this lady came across a picture, and then when she's seen... Uh, this is a lady that I was just talking about that drove 10 hours. When she seen the style, she was initially attracted to see my page. And when she went to my page that's when she seen my content and that's when she started reading all this stuff about the stories behind the tattoos and uh just you know i basically go on a cycle of stories of the tattoos um maybe it'll be the next one will be like my origin story maybe one of them will be just like some tattoo history with it or like they all contain like how to book with me you know but like a lot of it is like my philosophy mainly of everything of life of my of tattoos what i think of the piece like how i met the person what the experience is like maybe i'll include their review even if they leave a really nice one which a lot of people do 
because I do a giveaway every year for my Google reviewers. So that's been really enticing everyone to leave a review because one person every year wins a $500 tattoo. So you could do something like that. Make sure you're getting reviews too. That's a big thing and I didn't even write that down in my notes. But uh, if you're not getting reviews, then you're screwing yourself. You need to be doing that on Google specifically because people read Google reviews over any other review. And you can't pay to alter Google reviews. And... Uh, yeah, they're just really good to have because that's the first thing that most people see. And honestly, like, I got a huge following now. Not huge, okay, but, like, a bigger following than I've ever had on social media. Uh, probably, like, 17,000 people altogether between all the uh, social media accounts. But I still get more than anybody uh, comes in, like, almost... I would say, like, still maybe half of the people that come in say that they came in from Google. And so that's, I pay a lot of attention to my Google business page. And if you're working in a shop that is not running their own Google business page and isn't, like, putting time into, like, keeping up on pictures on there, responding to reviews, getting new reviews, um, posting, you know, like, posts on there, because it's almost like its own social media account now, then you need to be doing that if you're not doing that. And, you know, like, claim your Google page and start your business page on there i don't do a lot any ads on there i've done them before and i've gotten some success but um you know some people say that it's best to leave ads to the pros um i don't really have an opinion on that i mean i think that you could figure it out probably in a way that's going to be beneficial you're still gonna even if you spend a hundred dollars and you get one client that pays you a thousand dollars it was worth it so i mean it just depends on how you look at the investment side of it but it's definitely worth it to claim your Google business page and really work on that. Way, way more important than any, like, Yelp or any bullshit like that. Actually, Yelp, fuck Yelp, too. Like, don't even mess with them. Like, don't pay them a cent, either, because they are just trying to basically blackmail people into paying them money so that they can show good reviews on Yelp. So, Yelp is basically terrorists for business, so uh, definitely, like, always talking shit about them. So... Uh, keep that going if you haven't heard anything about that watch um there's like a documentary about it out there i have to find the name i think it's called like the billion dollar bully so look that up if you've never seen anything about how shitty yelp is and then it'll make you not care that much about their reviews anymore because they're only showing all your negative shit if you've looked it up and you're like oh no why do i have such a bad review on there it's just because you haven't paid them any money which is probably illegal really but, uh, you know, this is the thing, like, going back to, you know, really creating that informative piece of content for that long-distance client to come across, like, you could just be one post away from connecting with a client like that by just sharing yourself a little deeper than most artists are, are doing and just letting them in on your philosophy and your passion and what you do and what you're all about, you know, um, just making that simple content that answers uh, generic questions is really good too. If you want to just look through like any basically any uh, website about you know tattoo questions or any blog or anything like any of those videos on Ink or whatever where they ask questions, uh, what how do I get a good tattoo? Does tattoos hurt? You know stuff like that. Just making videos and stuff that answer just 
the questions that seem dumb that everybody asks all the time at a tattoo uh, appointment, you know, like write down 10 questions and be like 10 questions for a tattoo artist and make a little video, you know, people are going to love that shit. You ask them to share it. You ask them, you know, to comment, to, to like it. Just can't be afraid to put your face on camera sometimes too like that because people not only do people really respond to that, but the algorithm does too because uh, Instagram really likes to put faces and smiling faces especially up. Uh, so if you include in your picture like a picture of you and your client like fucking high-fiving and laughing and shit too like, and then include the second picture as their tattoo um, or something like that every time or a bunny ears behind their head or something, you know. Um, silly to show your personality or something like that I bet you anything that that would uh, boost your likes and get you a lot more like uh, uh, people interacting and everything too so uh, just something to consider if you're not you know showing your face very much and you're just posting art and a lot of people that do that they just post art and that's cool but like uh, if you try and build your social media then it's not the best choice because Social media works off of being social and not just being uh, a business or 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 showing art. You know, it's about connecting with people and stuff too. So you gotta be a person on there if you want to be like, uh, you know, if you want to grow on there or whatever. So, and I've grown, I've like grown a lot on my Instagram in the last uh, year and a half. So uh, that's definitely been part of it. Is just connecting with people and being more myself like that and so you know those kind of videos are going to really build rapport with your clients before you even meet them and that's a big part of it too they're going to feel like you're more reputable and they're going to feel like they know you better and they're more aware of your knowledge now and you gave it to them for free too that's another big part if you give people free value people appreciate that so much anything that you can give them for free they're going to like and even if it's just information you know even if it's just like a uh, you know this is how to take care of your tattoo and then you just share that with every client after they leave from your shop and then you don't have to explain it ever again and you just show it on video and you just share that thing every time something like that plus it's going to make them feel good that you're following up with them too and like I said before and I always say return clients are the best clients because they already know what you're all about and they're willing to pay and they're willing to give you the freedom and they're pretty much all in you know they're on the team they're family so uh, you really have to provide value up front though for those people like I was saying you know and give free shit basically um, establish yourself as like the homie you know like you're, you're their boy you know or their, their girl that does like their ink you know like it's not just about the tattoo to them it's about the experience they want to see you they want to see you do good they're, they're sharing all your stuff they're commenting on it because they give a fuck how you uh how you live you know and that's different that's not just a customer that's a client you know there's like a big difference between the two is a customer just wants to exchange currency for services basically and then a client you know it's for life that's your family basically you know like you guys are on a different level so um another big piece of advice for me that somebody told me early on is to stay humble and that's really the best advice uh, and probably the first advice that I ever got. Uh, nobody liked a big shot, I got told. So uh, I never necessarily had a problem, I guess, along the way with that because I got that advice early. 
um, until later, you know, maybe I got a little fool of myself and had to have my bubble popped a few times and stuff like that, but it's only natural. And I think everybody goes through those moments and stuff too, but also those down moments, like I was talking about before, where you just feel like you're like you're not worthy and everybody's better than you and uh, everybody's more successful. And, uh, you can't really compare yourself to those people or anybody else except for yourself and who you were, you know, yesterday, a year ago. Uh, those are the, those are the situations that matter. Those are the comparisons that matter, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So, uh, but they're right, you know. Nobody likes a big shot, so you got to be grateful for these people, like these clients who just come out of their way, out of their way to give you like such an awesome life as a tattoo artist. Like that was my dream wasn't really even just to do art, but to be a tattoo artist. You know, the lifestyle to it, and like these people, I don't know. They just you got to find ways to pay them back if you can. And that's what I try to do. I try to do giveaways every year, multiple times a year. Uh, I try to, you know, take care of them whenever they request my help in charities and stuff like that. So um, definitely try to be part of your community if you can. Uh, it's really hard sometimes whenever you're working at someone else's shop. I know I've been a slave before to other people's uh, will, you know, but... And, like, if you have to take your last dollar and start your own shit, then you got to do that, you know? And and then on the other end, there's the people that did that, and then they're just, like, um, you know, maybe not doing everything they can do to really, like, uh, succeed, you know? Um, maybe they think, like, uh, that you can just purchase a, an area, like, open the doors and things are going to work out but that's just not how things go you know you got to put the work in if you want to if you want to be busy you want to stay busy so uh there's a lot to it there's a lot to it. that's why i'm trying to make these uh episodes and try to put as much as i can into this now so that because it's really hard to just even get into one episode like everything you know so uh sometimes it sound, may sound a little repetitive or something sometimes I might kind of talk in a little bit of a circle, but I'm just trying to kind of get my thoughts out in a way that uh, maybe it'll trigger something for you, you know, to like uh, get what I got out of similar conversations in my life. So uh, other good tips, you know, if you're a beginner is really invest into your equipment, use the best supplies and the best machines, the best ink. And if you don't, um, know what you want to use, you know, like ask other professionals what they're using, uh, watch people use stuff, try different things, you know, uh, I know it's hard when you don't have money and you're first starting, but you really have to push yourself to grow through, you know, education and practice and you have to have that proper equipment really. And you, every time, uh, you come back to a new piece of art, you know, your goal should always, of course, to be be to, to be getting better and better and better, you know, but, um, you shouldn't be sacrificing anything too big. Like some people take these huge dives early on too, because I've did it too. Like everybody does this. Like when you're first starting and you just like take on like the most difficult shit, like you just have to build your foundation up and not just in art too. Like that's a good lesson in life like you have to start from somewhere and build up and be patient 
and with art you know like there's a lot of fundamentals to get down first and uh you can't not every problem is a nail so it can't all be solved with a hammer you know so you're gonna need multiple different tools to solve solve these problems you have so i appreciate you all listening um just uh you know make sure you go back out there you know this week and i I hope you all have like a great thanksgiving and everything but uh, make sure you go back out there this week and really give people a reason to come back to you Uh, put out those videos that you've been meaning to put out put out the posts you've been meaning to put out put your heart into your post and don't just let your work speak for itself put the caption on that that's going to hit somebody you know direct it at somebody specifically somebody that you know like think about your aunt or something like that you know those are always the best clients like middle-aged women soccer moms and stuff those are the best clients like target that kind of a person like that's my opinion some of you might like tattooing other kind of people but target that person talk to them you know like if you want to tattoo young people use young language you know if you want to tattoo people that are business people use that kind of language you know Um, attract that kind of thing be that person that you need to be to give them a reason to come to you and then to give them a reason to come back to you because that is the real key as always i always say return clientele is the best clientele once you're working with high-end clients you'll really understand that because um obviously it sucks sometimes to have those return clients whenever you're working with really shitty people or really broke people but remember how you attract people is how you keep people so if you attract people on cheap prices and uh, half off tattoos and deals and specials all the time they're gonna want that all the time and you'll notice that the people you're selling gift certificates to around this time of the year only show up around this time of the year to buy gift certificates they want half price tattoos all year and that's all that you're gonna get out of those people and so I mean you can't blame them for wanting a good deal but uh, you also uh, you know you just have to expect it kind of basically you, you get what you put out so if you're gonna ask for people that want uh, half price or cheap shit you're gonna get cheap people so if you want to work with high-end clients then you have to speak their language and you have to give them a reason to come to you and you know once they do then it's a lot better because then they already know the way you do things and the bill is of no concern and there's no games it's all gravy with these clients so lately my magnifying glass has really been on them more than attracting new clients um, I'm really focused on keeping old ones because you know like I don't know how many times I've said it but that's my real goal is to do three to four tattoos a week big ones specific style and I think that uh, I'm getting there pretty much there now you know I'm booked out uh, I have enough stuff in January where I could stop booking now but I still have some stuff, some room that I want to fill there but uh, it's all about consistency I've only been really pushing hard on social media for about two years personally so if I could do it you could do it especially if you're in the middle of nowhere and that's a big excuse you're probably using if you are is that like nobody lives around here it's a small shop and it's like everybody has a Facebook so I don't care where you live if it's in the middle of South Dakota or some shit like 
if you're not um, using sponsored ads to your advantage, like right now, it's getting more and more expensive. You know, before it was so underpriced, so it's only going to get more expensive, especially right now. It's about to be election time of the year, so all that shit's about to be turned up. So, um, you know, if you don't know what you're doing with ads, it's probably not even the best time this next year to like get involved with this. It's going to be a really hard year to get involved with ads. Um, but you know, try your hand, like do what you can. If you're not busy, then you got to do something and invest in yourself, you know, but, uh, everybody has a Facebook, so that's a really good place to start. I think that's the key, you know, and then everything you advertise on Facebook, you can connect to your Instagram too. So it's like a two for one ad on everything you do. If you have a page that's connected to an Instagram page, uh, so just make sure you're doing that if you're not. And, uh, you know, like if it's too late, then no shame in running some deals, no shame in uh, selling some gift certificates. Like I said, you know, like I might have sounded like a little bit of a hater a minute ago, but I'm not, you know, like I understand and I've done every gimmick in the book in my life probably, you know. So I've worked at all kinds of different shops and done all kinds of different shit to survive and you have to do whatever you have to do during this time of year sometimes. But that's what this series is all about is trying to give you the motivation and some techniques hopefully and some like insight on how I've uh, gotten to a point now in two year span of owning my shop to where like I don't have that that worry anymore I know how big of a concern that is especially if you have kids and stuff Uh, I didn't have kids until you know that I was taking care of until three years ago so um, you know yeah so I know there's all kinds of external worries and everything but hopefully I can just help you a little bit in these times of need and it might not help you this year but as you go on and you build consistency and you're building these posts differently and you're putting more effort into the caption and the hashtags and all the other things that surround the post besides and like location location tags all the things besides just the image you know Uh, a lot of people just so focused on the image part so um that's like my biggest take from today I guess Uh, but there's probably a lot in this episode to unload so uh, hopefully that was good for you guys hopefully you learned something or if not then hopefully it wasn't too boring and maybe confirmed some shit for you that like uh, you're doing right or that maybe like aligns with what I'm doing and so it like helps you be more confident in that you know Uh, I know it helps me whenever I see other people doing similar stuff and I'm like okay that guy's you know doing good so I must be doing something right you know and it's good to know that it's not like fake though because some people out there like doing shit and just faking you know and like and then you try to mimic and you fail and you wonder why and it's like it's not really working for them either you know so I'm just trying to give you my honest take on shit and just be real and give you a conversation I write some notes throughout the week and I just kind of like uh, free ball off of these notes basically you know so I'm just taking these general notes and some of it is kind of red and some of it is like off the top uh, based on the notes so if it's a little bit uh, back and forth on the way it works here or if it's a little bit weird to understand I apologize but hopefully it feels a little bit more like a conversation or something Uh, that's kind of what I'm trying to get at and hopefully in the near future I can get some other people on the podcast. I'm thinking my next episode is probably going to be recorded on my trip to Columbus. So um, 
you know, I might have my lady on that episode, and we'll probably talk about, like, our plan, like, how we work together and everything, you know, so, because she does a lot of the financial side at the shop, and, like, the logistics and everything, I do the advertising and tattooing, and then, um, you know, she's a really big help, though, so, and has been along the way, she's been with me since day one, I started tattooing, so it might be just, like, a kind of interesting conversation just about, like, origins, and, like, just about the relationship and everything like that along the way and uh yeah i don't know if you're interested in that then that's going to be next week so uh, thanks for tuning in appreciate you guys have a wonderful thanksgiving and uh, keep tattooing awesome shit and keep messaging me your questions or your you know like that you're listening even i really like knowing who's listening out there and stuff is really cool to see you guys' stuff Everyone who's hit me up has really awesome work, so it's really cool to see that you're just listening to me, because, like, who am I, you know? But it's cool uh, to be able to do this for you guys, and I'm just trying to take a little bit of time during my week to do that every week, so uh, I'm going to try my best to keep up on it and keep doing this, so. All right, guys, see you next week.